Are drones going to ruin national parks? And is the father of 3D gaming stealing code? All that and more. Tech 411 starts now. Your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 411. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Welcome to Tech 411. I'm Oscar Santana. And I'm Todd Moore, and this is show number 115. Thanks for tuning in. Gentlemen, ladies, uh, full house today. Happy Monday. Uh, so much to get to in the world of tech. Let's just jump right into it. And Happy Cinco de Mayo, my friend. I know. Can you believe it? We're celebrating and doing the program. Yes, we are. A few of us didn't want to do the show. I'm not going to name names. Todd, how was your week? Uh, it's been a good week. Thank good? you so much. How about yours? Uh, mine is great. So much news. Good week. I mean, weekend, you mean, because it is Monday. Yeah, but we haven't been here since Monday, technically. Okay. So that would be the week, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Moving on. Uh, let's jump right into it. I saw this article uh, midweek of last week. I wasn't sure what was happening. And when we were at CES uh, this past um, January, we saw a lot of this coming from Intel. But is Apple coming out with a heart rate monitoring headphone? What's the case, Todd Moore? Well, the short answer to that is no. But the reason I wanted to talk about this article and the reason I think it's kind of interesting is there was a gossip going around about this new product that Apple is uh, supposedly introducing. And it was their new earplugs. Their yes. Earf- either or the earbuds. The earbuds. Yeah. That are going to have eye beacon capabilities and be able to measure your heart rate, blood pressure, and all that other stuff. Basically jam a bunch of sensors into that. It turns out that, uh, guess where the source was? And this is what's interesting. Please. Uh, it was the app that I recommended a few weeks ago that you guys made fun of me Which about. one was that? Uh, Katie knows. Secret. The, the 16-year-old app. The, oh, my God. The so little girl app? The little girl app that you made fun of oh. uh, apparently is being the used to Snapchat? break news. And unfortunately, or fortunately, it has broken news in the past. Uh, people who are in, you know, high up in organizations in San Francisco yep. have been using the app Student to post things before they become public. <laughs> okay. So, in other words, someone at Google or someone at Apple will just post something before the news breaks. And then everyone's like going, oh, my God, secret is newsworthy. People are posting stuff before it actually happens. But that would be a logical step if Apple was stepping into that space simply because... One, we saw that this is possible through the Intel um, hardware that they're coming out with. Why wouldn't Apple do that? So here's the secret uh, post that was made that broke news. It said Apple's new EarPods will have sensors in them for heart rate and blood pressure. Also, eye beacons so they don't get lost. They will require the lightning port. It's why the audio jack was moved to the bottom, period. And they showed like this picture of these earbuds like a design and it blew up it got a ton of favorites on secret it got a ton of comments and then it went viral it went viral and people reported this like it was news and it's just an app that allows you to post anonymously like anyone could have we could have wrote that you know what i mean so i think it's interesting whenever big news breaks and the leak starts from secret it makes you wonder time the news process must be slow or something but let me ask you this Uh, when you Saw this story before you knew that the source was from an app that's called Secret that I still don't respect, but I'm sure it's going to be amazing and popular soon enough. 
you could see that it's possible, that it's absolutely possible for this to happen, correct? I'm, I'm bringing this up because I, I just think news quality in general is, has gone down. Okay. And people are just looking for any kind of newsworthy headline. And now they're going to these anonymous posting apps for, you know, for a news source. Yes. I, th- I think that's getting a little ridiculous. I people- mean, people are keeping up with the times if this app really is that popular. And how do you vet the actual news that's coming from the app? Yeah, how do Katie, you know how if, do you it's if it's supposed to be secret, then how do you know? When people like you or me can post it and just have fun with it, how do you yeah. vet that story? You can't even get in touch I with mean, the original post. Yeah. You know? I mean, no, it's, it's At least with Twitter, top, you can see if they're verified. You can uh, try to direct message them and say if they could uh, cite their source, even if they won't tell you you're the source and say, yeah. hey, I work with the Washington Post. This is true. This is, I'm willing to put my reputation on the line. Yeah, no, and I definitely understand that. That's something that you, it's not really a credible source, but it is kind of a starting place to get a source. And that's actually that's a lead fair. that you could go to find a source. All right, but let's, okay, let's but put this in perspective seeing here. Seeing where news is going is definitely interesting. Look, I think you could look at the app, and maybe you were trying to get to this point kid you could look at the app for uh, ideas yes. and when you see something like this and then start digging further to dig see if there's further. anything more yes. to that start, secret start googling start looking How around much time but could you be wasted can't now. have this be your source this I cannot be your source i can see that you're absolutely right so is this uh true or untrue from the story what does it say uh well no it's untrue it's untrue the story yeah. i think it could be true though logically it can be well, yeah, I told you it's happened before yeah. where Secret, the app, has broke real news, and it did come out. And I think that's why people are starting to think that, oh, maybe this could be something. Uh, I bring it up because I'm just amused by the whole thing, and you guys made fun of it when I picked it as my app of the week. And now it's becoming a, a news source. Okay, I could see that. You have to get re- – we, we make fun of each other all the time here on the show. you got to let that go. Just saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on here. What's uh, coming from the world of Sony – I actually got to go to uh, like a high-end AV um, outlet this uh, just earlier today before the show, and they were showing me different Sony cams, Panasonic cams. These are web-based cam- cameras. Uh, each of these cameras were $3,700 a piece. I didn't understand why they cost so much, but you're talking about industrial-grade equipment. Now I see a story here that says Sony crams 3,700 uh, Blu-rays worth of storage into a single cassette tape. Cassette tapes? Are they even around? What are we talking about here? Yeah, I, I think, uh, once again, this is just, you know, a snazzy headline. Basically, what it means is is Sony has come up with a new way uh, to, to encode a massive amount of data onto a magnetic tape. And they're going to be talking about this in the future. For a consumer, this is not sexy. This is not... Art, I feel like we're going back 20 years. Well, yeah, but at the same time... We, all, ca- in- we all carry around these... Um, these terabytes or you carry around maybe a hard drive that you have just as a backup. So would that work as well? As for the consumer, this, this, I, I used to own tape backup units and I used to back up all my stuff. Now that we have the cloud tape, what do you yeah, mean? You I have to explain to, to your boy what that means. What I know, tape I, I know is? I made a mixtape for a girl once. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No. But yeah, you could just, instead of uh, putting music on it, you could put data. What's the big deal? I like on a cassette tape? Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. Well, it's not Raise your be... hand if you knew you could do that. Well, that's how it all first started. My... How about nobody's raising their hand? <laughs> my first computer used regular audio cassette tapes, and it sounded like a fax machine when you played it back. That's a, this is, this is, You know this. I don't know this. <sighs> Why are you mad at me? Oh, my goodness. Why, you think I'm dumber now that I didn't know that happened? Look. The point is, this isn't a great story, and I don't want to focus on this story. However, uh, what was cool was they were able to encode a ton of information in a one square inch. 
Okay. So it's the amount of information in a small in a small it's area. Very 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 dense. Um, Could you do that? Uh, so for example, I'm paying but again. This is more of a consumer show, right? Yeah, but if I'm paying a hundred bucks for a terabyte, right? These days, so I can buy a terabyte of uh, of storage for a hundred dollars. Right. How much how how much memory is this for a piece of a cassette? If they can put all this information in that little piece. Right. I could buy 10 terabytes, hopefully in five years, for $100. This this is for a market that is not, again, this is like an enterprise market. Let's but say, it all scales. Let's say you have. It trickles down, Let's though. say you have a petabyte of information. I don't know what that means. That sounds illegal. Well, I'm telling you, <laughs> it's a lot of information. And if you're an enterprise corporation, you're a big company, you yes. can have a petabyte of data that you don't want to lose. Okay. But you're not going to pay Apple or Google uh, the going rate per terabyte, right? Yes. To put it in the cloud. Yeah. So you need a viable solution. Uh, this is it would be a slow solution, but it is for backup purposes. And it could give you what you need without paying the high dollar. Well, exactly. And that's the point of magnetic tape. And, and it's interesting in the sense that we've kind of like forgotten about it, right? Yeah. We don't use tape any, anymore. No, no, I didn't even know about it. He just brought it to the forefront again. It looks like um, for backup purposes, we'll be able to encode a ton of information. Uh, again, it probably won't be a consumer product. Would you use it at your company? No. Would you ever think you'd use it? No. Why? I just don't have that much data. Data. Yeah. What do you use now for backup? I, I use the cloud, the really. The cloud. And yeah. how much do you pay generally? Or I pay a service, like all my source code is out in the cloud, yeah. uh, you know, protected, whatever, but they back it up for me. Okay. So I use, serve, now for me, the cloud is, I just put everything in there and you and you hope that those companies are the ones buying this kind of technology where they can always back up your stuff and it's not going away and and even more than that like where do you store stuff for for the Michael Mary the, the catalog the catalog right yeah where do you store we have all, we have two hard drives our Libsyn that we use in general just goes in the cloud right and then we have a hard drive and then a secondary hard drive in case that one hard drive fails okay so you have multiple hard drives with all of this information redundancy yes but what, do you keep them at two different physical locations, or do you just put them all? No, we don't. See, that's the thing, is what ah. happens if the building burns down, you lose your computer, you lose your yeah, backups. or an EMP hits us. Sure. We should have one in Iowa. That happens all the time. Just in case an EMP hits DC, we still have the archives. So it's the, this talk is the thing. Steve, Steve yeah. Bridges, talk if you're listening, buddy. Yeah, talk to Steve. You could also uh, get some of his vault down here. Yeah, I, that makes sense. Work out a deal. That makes sense. Yeah. Right? Well, look, backups aren't sexy. Nobody wants to talk about it. But at the same time... Have you ever uh, had a computer crash and you lose all your pictures? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've had that happen. It's the worst well, thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, your personal photos, your personal You're data. You're done. That, that entire catalog of your, your life, life is lost forever. Yeah. Erased. Yeah, done and done. People don't back up these days, by the way. They don't do it enough. No. Uh, moving on, uh, I'm big into this. I can't believe that, you know, while we're friends, and I know that you've got, uh, uh, Todd, by the way, has, has a new man in his life. Uh, his name's Millen. Look him up. Um, <laughs> but I'm a big drone guy, and I was hoping that Todd and I well, could, be, you know. could be drone guys together, but apparently no. not. You only invite Charlie out. Drones have been uh, banned <laughs> in national parks. I have known this for a while, but this is, I kind of have an issue with this. Well, of I course you do. I understand that you shouldn't fly a drone uh, outside the Washington Monument or near the White House. That just doesn't make sense, right? It's a no-fly right? zone. Yeah, Ooh. it's a no-fly zone. I get that. Though, if you're at a national park and you're not disturbing the peace, what is a drone going to do that could fly in and clog a glacier? No, it can't. A geyser, sorry, not a glacier. No, a geyser. regardless, I'm saying. I think what it is just regulation because you can't have it on the DC National State Park. You can't have it anywhere else. I get that, but I would say this: 
There Look, are, man, if you can't drill holes in the park, why should you be able I'm to fly around? I'm not drilling for oil. You know? And by the way, it's a battery pack. And if you want me to be accountable... No admissions gas. I would, I would, if I went to Yellowstone... <laughs> but what if you flew it into like... A, Old mess? Faithful? No, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Like it just I'm not going to do that. No, no. And, and then nobody came <laughs> to the park ever would, again. would destroy my drone, by the way. It would shoot up a 10,000 more Doesn't feet in the air. Doesn't make any Are you going to be the guy with the plunger out there? I don't think so. No, but no. I'll find and I'll pay the fine. Does your droid make any noise? Makes a little noise. So could it disturb the peace? Absolutely. Yes, it makes a lot of noise. Babe, hello. Absolutely. Who said you get on the mic? Let's meet this lady. Yeah, no. Shannon. Good way to contribute. It doesn't make a lot no, of noise. It, it does. It, makes it sounds a lot like of a horrible. And How about like a family? If, if a family of bees were flying by, that's what it would sound like. Oh, that, who what? Yeah, so a swarm. Like a swarm. So everyone's gonna be running away because they think that there's bees out there. I'll fl- uh, how about That's this? Horrible. A, a bald eagle could grab my drone and, and destroy it. Oh, bald eagle? Now you're running into bald eagles? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's even worse. You're making our point for us. My point is this. What about the eagles? What about what the cinematography? What about the history that could come it? from it? The history. There are vantage points that we've never been able to get because a helicopter couldn't fly through a national park because that would be illegal, right? you got to get a permit, right? buddy. You, the, all they're saying is you're going to have to get a permit. Okay, I'd pay for the permit. How much is the permit? I don't know. You can right? pay me and I'll get it for you. Uh, wrong. You're the middleman now. <laughs> I'll be the middleman. Drones are the future, people. Listen to me now. <laughs> the future of this chaos. Is, this is the future. Oh, they're just going to be flying And everywhere? you have to accept it. You absolutely have to accept it. It's going to be pretty imp- impressive. Though I think that... No, with, you get a permit. Like, you can't film in D.C., right? Unless you get a permit. You can't film in D.C., period. Well, unless you get a permit. Yeah, but you have to... But again... You have to get a permit. You can get a permit through the DC. We don't Film want people with their drones just flying around, buzzing, doing drive-bys and buzzing people. I'm not buzzing anybody. All I want to do is to take a couple shots. You know why not? It's by the way, I'm in the no-fly zone and I'm flying anyways. But I'm not near the White House. The no-fly zone is too big in my eyes, and I'm not flying high enough for the airplanes to hit it. And I'm not going over 500 feet where helicopters are supposed to be. I'm just doing over uh, little parks and the what's yeah, little it? parks when children are playing. That it something goes wrong with that droid and just crushes oh, a six year old. What about the kids? The kids love me. By the way, to an awkward. Uh, so, no, they come over and they hover around me and they. <laughs> Did I, I, you I, just I, say that? Well, the kids love me because I'm flying that thing. By the I'll way, I'll edit that out tomorrow. <laughs> and you have candy. No, they, they, it's, it gets awkward. I tell them I have a wife and make up all these lies about my family, so they don't tell their they don't tell their parents that I I may or may not look like a pedophile when I'm out there flying that thing, which I'm not, by the way, for the record. Everybody should know. Should we move on to the next story? Please, moving yeah, on. Uh, uh, Oculus Rift, big big news coming out of Oculus. I didn't know if you knew this because I'm just learning. I didn't know John Carmack left id software and went over to oculus i didn't know i didn't know that you tell know, everybody who john carmack well, john is. carmack is is the hero in 3d gaming he created uh doom he doom. created quake yeah. he created um basically the engine that and even though the unreal engine became more popular ultimately yeah. he really was the the grandfather of 3d gaming in my mind especially on the pc platform for you tech 401 historians john carmack and id Ed games or Ed gaming uh id software whatever they were the first ones uh that actually that was the first business venture Todd and i got into i just met john romero yeah he, i was he wrote uh doom, doom with with john yeah he was at gdc todd wanted he created what did you create what back you in the day you to actually you actually ported oh the quake engine yeah. to the iphone yeah so todd took this game that was beloved by so many people and he ported it to the iphone before anybody even thought about it and nobody would return would return his email so i used my connections yeah and we got in touch with them finally right we did, yeah and the response was kick rocks you jerk well, uh, yeah. but it was we, nicer than that 
So the response I got when I tried to go through the official channels was yes. no response. Yes. And then you pulled some contacts, and you, you at least we got a response. I went through like, Dan Shue. Yeah. And, uh, and he, by the way, big name in the gaming world still. And it was funny. I was like, look, I have a friend I'm doing business with. we got to get in touch with these guys, apparently. I wasn't even thinking of flying down to Texas. What was the response once we got in touch with them? Well, they never did write me directly. They, yes. wrote, they, wrote, they wrote Dan. Yeah, and, and then said, we forwarded the email. They just said, well, this is actually pretty easy to do to port this over the iPhone, but we'll kick it up the ladder. That's all they said. Yeah. They, they'll push they it up the ladder. They never sold it, though. They never released it. I'm blown Why away. Why would they never sell it? Right now, it would just make them they easy money. They did the money. original Castle Wolfenstein, which is a crappy game. So surreal. We want Quake. Yeah. And I have, and then the codes are, I open sourced it. The code's yeah, out there. gave it away. They could seriously just take the code, the work that me and my friend did yeah. to port this over, and they could just publish it and make money. So this guy, who is kind of the godfather of 3D gaming, is now with Oculus Rift. Yes. And it turns out that the... Well, id Software was was purchased by a bigger company called Zenimax. Mm-hmm. Zenimax, maybe I don't know. They're in. They're here in the area. Cool. They're up in Baltimore, I think. Okay. Or close to Bethesda. It. Bethesda, maybe. Um, so they are upset that John left because he took that intellectual property and well, left. Well, that's what they're claiming. They're like they that he took code that he wrote under id Software and brought it over to Oculus. And so there's been this unfolding. John tweeted uh-huh. the other day, none of the code I ever wrote has ever been patented. Oh, my God. There is not a single line of code in the Oculus from, from id Software. So two, two parts to that is like, well, they never patent this crappy stuff anyway. Yes. The software shouldn't be patented in the first place. Uh, I'm flattered to know. I'm, it's good to know that John, I think he probably believes that too. Because if anyone should patent something in software, it should be have him. been John. Yeah, it he created him. some amazing stuff. It would have been right? him, yeah, absolutely. And he didn't. He didn't okay. believe in it. He didn't do it. And uh, even Zenimax, when they bought him, he, they didn't patent any of that stuff. So you have to take that off. What IP are they talking about? They must be talking about copyright. So now we have to shift to he actually took code and brought it over, and they're using code in that. And John's like, no, we didn't use a single line of code. But the more I read into it, there was actually a business deal that was going on between the two companies. So before John left. Oh, did the business deal die and then John left? So apparently Zenimax wanted equity in Oculus Rift. Oh, these and, days. And the Oculus of dollars that are involved. And what's interesting is Oculus said, no chance. And John left we were They were willing to do a partnership with them about 3D technology yeah. and bringing these game titles to it. But then they were just like, we're not going to give you equity in our company. Or it, They were asking too much, whatever yes. the deal was. And so that went away. And then John left its software, left and Zenimax. Now joined and, and John joined Oculus. Wow. So obviously, they took the brainchild and not the company. Yeah. they All they wanted to do was, I guess, invest in this company. And, and instead, apparently, according to John, that he wanted to do VR. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zenimax said, no, we're not doing any VR. And that's why he left and went to a VR company. That should be interesting how that all plays out. Well, they 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 have enough money with Facebook. They have enough money and with they, their deal yeah. to fight it. Well, that's the thing. Who's going to win? This is what pisses me off. Yeah. This is what patent trolls do, right? As soon as Facebook buys them for two, them. $2 billion or whatever it was... They sue them. They sue them. They sue them. Or they haven't. I don't think they've sued them yet, but maybe they have. I don't know. We'll keep an eye on it. Uh, moving on here, what's the latest with Amazon? You know, Amazon really is the engine for a lot of these podcasts out there, including the Mike O'Mara Show, Big O and Dukes, Tech for One, all these other shows. Uh, yeah. What's the story with their hashtags and how is Twitter involved? 
Well, apparently they're having a partnership with Twitter where if someone posts a link to an item on Amazon, okay, you can then respond on Twitter and put in a hashtag. I think it's called like Amazon cart. Okay. If you do a hashtag Amazon cart. Like their shopping cart. It'll add that to your Amazon cart if you've already connected, if you connected it to the Twitter account. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, now, the shopping cart will add it, but do you get credit? Do you get some sort of um, affiliate? Or is it just shopping? I think it's just marketing. Different companies? Different companies could use it as marketing. So oh, they say, this okay. is our new product, and then you could add the hashtag. But it's more than that. It can be like, Katie, you could write on there, I just bought some glow sticks. I just bought white noise. Yes. Or glow sticks. And then I could respond to you on Twitter and say, Amazon cart. And then it would just add it. Yeah. So it's almost creating this kind of social shopping situation. So instead of a one-click shop, you can do a one hashtag and it shoots it right to your cart. I yeah. just hope they learn from, remember when Facebook did this with Overstock? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like some guy, like they people linked were killing it. Them. Like they linked the accounts all without people knowing it. Yeah. And then whenever you bought on Overstock, would post to your Facebook wall. And people someone, were not happy. You remember what happened? Yeah. The guy bought an engagement, engagement ring. And then, and then his then, girlfriend found out about it. And yeah, it was everyone over. knew as soon as he bought the ring. Curtains. Uh, still, that's awesome that they're innovating. I don't know. Can I tell you about yes. Amazon, my recent Amazon story? Please. Uh, I'm now, uh, of course, I'm a Prime member. And I've been watching. Congratulations. Watching your favorite show, The Americans. Nice. With my Prime membership. But I've also been, uh, I just joined up to this subscription plan. Have you heard of this? You can save 15%. If you have them send you uh, light bulbs, like stuff power bars yeah. that you like buy. Like stuff yeah. you'd buy already. We get, what do right? we get? Yeah, Shannon? The subscription services. It's um, Sub Oscar Subscribe gets, and save. Yeah. Oscar gets power bars. And power oh, bars. you do this. Yeah, every month. Mm -hmm. So you got to get five items. Yeah, it you just got, comes to the house. Really? I didn't know. House, so I, I even I forgot thought I was it. ahead of the, the curve on this. Well, how long have we been no, doing that for, he's baby? Been Two doing years? It for like a year. Yeah. A year? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, don't, you know, I don't tell you everything. He's on a lot of items. I'm sure Millen knows as well. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. He uh, told Millen first. Yeah, yeah, what's yeah, Charlie yeah. up to tonight? I don't know. Charlie's dead to me. Uh, no, I'm kidding. He's probably listening to this. All right. Um, one more deal here, and this is interesting to me. The Supreme Court weighs in on warrants during phone searches during arrests. Now, what I thought was, as far as the Edward Snowden days, is that when you have a phone, it's kind of like a fair game deal. If there's a problem and people want to look through your phone, the phone company gives the police department or the FBI or uh, as the CIA complete access. What's the latest? Katie, what do you got for us? Well, the story is, yes, typically they're going to the phone company. Yes. They need a warrant for it. For full but access. But when they're stopping you on the middle of the street, before it was anything on your persons, they're allowed to search. Yes. But now the concern is now there's so much backup and storage and cloud services on your phone. It's how much do these police officers What do they have, have a, access what to? What do they have access okay. to? Can they just Much like an app when they say, can I get access to your photos? Can I get access to your maps? Can I get access to your text messages? Exactly. Okay. But how much legally they could do without a warrant okay especially now that everything's linked to the cloud they could just go in oh my god so as Tuesday. a gateway to your entire network really absolutely i mean they could pull you over for a broken tear light yeah. suspect a dui go through your phone and find out if you're at a what bar happen. yeah. what happened if you yeah. and if there's a, a drug uh a drug transaction Texas going through drug, now you can, yeah. they can charge you for that drug transaction exactly mm -hmm. and what the supreme court say like is it deliberating? They're deliberating. They haven't come out with a ruling yet. That is a great question, though. Tuesday. Think about this. You get pulled over for a speeding ticket. They find some weed, so the probable cause, whatever goes down, they find your phone. And in within your phone, they find 
information that has nothing to do with the speeding ticket, nothing to do with the drugs, but other crimes. Mm-hmm. Do can they arrest you or charge you for those crimes from that one? Uh, well, I guess look, arrest. It's kind of like searching your car, searching right? Yes. It's, uh, the court has long allowed police to search people without a warrant at the time of their arrest. So if you get arrested, that's what we're dealing with. You're being arrested on the spot. They could search your car or whatever, but they could also search your person and you will have a cell phone. So does that mean they can search your cell phone right then and there? And if they can, oh my God. The information you have on your I phone thought about that. Wow. is uh, this This is obviously a new problem. It's Pandora's box. We didn't have this five years ago. Yes. Now we have everything about us in these little f- devices that we're carrying around. And by the old ways, they can search that, right? Wow. At the time and of can arrest. Can you imagine how many dumb people have dumb incriminating pictures of themselves on their just camera oh, roll? wow. Right? Yeah. Bong hits, ecstasy hits, like uh, tr- uh, whatever. The secrets app. You just fire that up and get all your secrets. Does the secrets app keep all the secrets you yeah. put on out there? Why would you even use it? Why? It's a nomin- But you, you have a local copy, so you can see if people like your, your secrets. Why would you even use that? So you can see if people like your secrets. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't even what make do sense. Under- what don't I, you understand? The more you talk about that app, the more asinine it sounds. Jeez. Uh, one more dealer's choice. We can either talk about the Google Maps adding time machine to its street view or doggy video games tied what would you like to talk about <laughs> well, i haven't katie did you read the doggy video games article because i did not she did doggy tell doggy, us all about doggy it, video games please um it's this new kickstarter program that that makes your pets smarter it's i know a dog like that lumino- needs that it's the luminosity for dogs oh, really okay. that's, that's a good way like to say it's like a memory game that you have to, that they have to play with their paws that it's interactive that they could just press things in a sequence do they touch your ipad or phone it kind of looks like a dog bowl with like an iPad kind of base. I'm not exactly sure how So that's sure a, a hardware extension of your iPad. But it's attached to like a dog bowl. Okay, yeah, I it's, understand I mean, what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to reward your dog. Yeah. So then right? whenever they're done playing the game and they successfully complete it, they get a dog treat pops out. I, I, oh. So, so I, it's like the Pavlovian, uh, yeah. you're training your dog to do the right thing. I've yes. seen these okay. uh, like non-computerized devices mm-hmm. for pets where they get to like, if they push a lever then yeah. they're rewarded with a piece of food. It was food like uh, like in Lost when they when they caged up that guy and he yeah. had to press something. Push the button yeah, you push the button every time. Something. Yeah. So they have that for dogs That's but wild. now they're trying to, to computerize it. All right. I uh, believe it's like $200 on Kickstarter. Not worth $200 to make my dog smarter. Though some dogs are a lost cause and we know which dog we're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, we know. Yeah. We know. Dogs, and, and, dogs that act like cats. And you know how to test if your dog is dumb? I don't know. You throw a blanket on it and... <laughs> If the dog can't get out of the blanket, dumb dog. <laughs> but smart dogs can just shake it off yeah, and get out it of off. it immediately. But what? there's some dogs out there, they just can't they, they, they can't figure there? it out, and then they lay down because they just give up immediately. Oh, man. Poor Cammy. And, and we know, dog. yeah, there's a dog named Cammy. We all dog watch. <laughs> all right. But um, if we buy this for Cammy, then maybe I'll she'll get you smarter. should do that because you're yeah. just, you, and I'm sure someone's going to hear this and be upset about it, so you got to buy it now. Oh, my God, that does look cool. Look at that hardware. If you had yeah. a dog, you would do that. Well, especially it if you paddles. had a dumb dog. It, it, if you had a dumb dog, you'd paddles. definitely buy that. What? I would buy that. If you don't mind, what is it called again? It says Clever Pet. Level Pup Clever Pet. Clever Pet. I'm sure we could find it. Uh, Google Clever Cle- Pet. Clever Pet. And you it looks cool. It's it. got big buttons for their paws. And if they do something yeah. right, 
It almost looks like Simon Says, and then they get rewarded with food. Sounds like fun. All right, let's jump to Apps of the Week on the Second from One Show, show 115. I'm punting, so I'll go first. All right. <laughs> punting, by the way, Shannon, uh, new to the program, means uh, Todd uh, didn't, didn't didn't actually look for an app of the week, and that's why he's punting. Well, well yeah, but yes. I instead of uh, not looking for an app, yes. I just picked one of my own. Yes. That just came out. Please. It's called Card Counter big, Free. Big win. You're actually not punting. You're creating is what you're doing. Uh, yeah, at least there I created. I put a lot of effort. Yeah, you built this. And uh, it's free. What's the difference between the paid and free? So they both teach you how to count cards. The free version gives you access to three game modes, and there's some ads in it. But you still learn the concept of blackjack card counting. If you ever saw the movie 21 or read the book Breaking Down the House, card counting is actually fun to do. It's interesting and it's not very difficult. So uh, a few years ago, I wrote uh, an app that would teach me how to do it. You could basically have a friend toss cards into a pile Mm -hmm. and you could kind of like try to figure out and maintain the count. But I decided to make a video game around that. And, And so when you play the video game, you're actually learning the same techniques that the MIT students who won millions at the casino tables use. And at the end of the day, it's a fun video game that actually teaches you how to count. And if you're a blackjack player, you could actually probably win money. I think it's also a good uh, brain teaser because uh, there are a lot of games out there that like Luminosity, you mentioned that earlier, that really yeah. have, make you think, but it's the fun and the dealer. The voiceover guy stinks, by the way. Uh, <laughs> oh, what's we all know the that. count? Uh, I think he sounds like count? Morgan Freeman. No, he, I think I read that today in one of the reviews. He's the worst guy ever. Uh, but it's worth get past the voice guy, uh, <laughs> the guy who's you know telling you what to do. What's the count? And what's well the worth. count? All right, who wants to go next? Go ahead, Katie Cole. Um, well, I have a good one, but I'll go next. You'll go now. I'll go now. Mine is Hop Stop Transit Directions for iPhone. It's a free app, and as I think Oscar mentioned on a previous show, I recently moved, and before my transportation was I was taking the bus daily. I was taking the DC Metro bus. Right. My new location doesn't have the DC Metro bus. I'm taking, like, the Arlington County. Hey, now. Oh, it's called the Art. It's called the Art. Art. There's nothing wrong with Art. I'm taking the Art bus, and the problem is that I haven't been able to find any transit apps that actually show the routes or find anything. This one actually does. And not only is it a national app, it's globally. Like, this works in London and major cities You can ride the bus in London And it supports Art. art. Somehow they got the Art schedule. Yes, it does support Art. Are you really taking the bus to work? You're At thinking least about two it. to three times a week. Oh wow! I usually every late? Tuesday and Wednesday. Always no. late, right? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. I'm 20 minutes early if I take the bus. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Todd doesn't know because he doesn't roll in at nine. Oh, like oh wow! Oh. Who's in at 8:30 today? Shot across the bow. <laughs> by the way, the guy who owns the company doesn't have to be there by nine. <laughs> I work the weekends, Katie. Come on. <laughs> I worked last Sunday. Uh huh. Yeah, making up yeah, hours. Making up hours during the week because you partied too hard. Yeah. Remember when she partied too hard and didn't come in that one yeah, day? Where yeah, where she yeah, lost her passport or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the app is called? Hop Stop Transit. Hop Stop Transit. It's a uh, free app, but then it has an app purchases, so you could get kind of like the official app for your city. But uh, what's really cool about this one that kind of stands out, it doesn't say, in addition to take the... 32B to this. Mm-hmm. It also says what time the bus is coming. So I get a 45-minute duration, and I get a take the 910 bus here to here, and it departs at this time. It's very specific on times, when to jump on, when you'll get off. Yeah, so you'll know exactly how late you are. That's yes. awesome. But you also get kind of like the real time, what's happening. Yes. All right, very cool. And again, it's called? Hop Stop. Hop Stop. All right. Transit. Uh, Hop Stop Transit. Yes. Okay. 
Thank you for that. Uh, the voice from the corner, uh, Ms. Shannon Katie, what do you have for us? Okay, I have Video Shop. It's a video editor, and it only works on iOS devices. Okay. So I apologize for the Android users, but it's really, really useful. We don't care about them. Yeah, and you have to talk I right know. into the microphone, please. Well, and it's a great app because, so when you look at the reviews, it has like 1,300 reviews, and they have all five stars filled. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know. Totally shocking. Yeah, and that seems like they're cheating somehow. I don't think so. Probably not. No. And it does cost $1.99, but it's great. Wow. Well, it, but it's worth it. It okay. is worth those it. Numbers, no one should be shocked to pay $2. No. And I use it for all of my yoga videos, so I can turn down the volume of whatever the video is actually airing. Recording? The, yeah, the audio. And then add music to that. And then I can add different video clips. So I can add video one, video two, video three, whatever. And then combine them all into one video. And then you can all add um, like sound effects. And then also subtitles and things at the bottom. And then even filters and like themes. So it's really cool. I really like it. And I then it'll share directly to Vine, Instagram, Facebook, a bunch of other things. Have you compared it to iMovie? Well, iMovie is like a whole other animal. That is it an app? Yeah. That's you Apple's product. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's like an Apple product. I use that for my bigger videos and I'll use that on the computer. On the but computer. I, yeah, but not I've never on. tried iMovie on, on oh, the no, phone my either. My old roommates used it a lot. They loved it. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's what I use for my Google Glass videos. And it's great for that, but it's very, very time consuming. This is like super quick. Hmm. Oh, that like would with work that, then. I would be like, oh gosh. I well, I challenge like, you to use the app iMovie and see uh, how yeah, it compares. Yeah, I didn't even know that there was an app for it. I'll try that. Yeah, you get the 5S, they give it to you for free, I think. Well, I'm out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oscar hasn't given She's you. got the 5. Has what do you, you have the 5S? Oscar, where do you I have the 5 Well, you can borrow his phone. No, no, that's like way too much work. Like, I got to make the video on his phone. Yeah, and just then... borrow his phone. No, no, he doesn't Like, I'm always home, never home. Yeah, no. And he gets like way too many like. Fire a phone. What are you guys doing to me? You're killing me. No, no, his I can't use. Kill me, Smalls. It. All right, so it's called again. Video Shop. And it's a dollar ninety nine. Yes. Can't go wrong. All right, my last uh, my app of the week is Survey Monkey. You've probably used Survey Monkey for your business. Maybe you've do it, use it for your website. I didn't realize that their app was going to be as. I recently of, voted for a brand of beer. I yes, believe. the Bode Beer. That's how I found out about it. We use Survey Monkey for people to. Um, you actually, know what I voted on? What the maneuver? Oh wow! You know what? You're the majority. A lot of people are voting yeah, for that. It's a good these name. Days. That's a really good name. So um, Matt Fox Brewing and uh, Big Owen Dukes have gotten together, and we're coming out with our own beer and we wanted everybody to be able to vote so they're voting through SurveyMonkey through the bigoandukes.com website and we want a real-time stats because everybody's always asking where are we at because they have t-shirts that they're working on and uh, an event that's coming up on the 16th and we started looking at it and the SurveyMonkey app breaks it down like a real business presentation they break down uh, when people are voting how many people are voting uh, the percentage of people that are voting just like you would with any other though the amount of money you're spending for SurveyMonkey could range anywhere from zero dollars to 300 depending on how many surveys you want to put out there i just thought that a oh, lot they charge money for the survey if you uh for the amount of information you want from the survey itself uh i signed up for the 300 survey simply because 300 for the year for uh, the year we have unlimited surveys you do a lot of surveys yeah so we'll be doing a lot of surveys throughout the show and people wonder why would you spend that much money overall but mm -hmm. if you think about it uh, especially these days where page views and web hits count the more content you have on your site the more people 
are going to go to your site to it's either do the survey, more engaging. So we're going to use these surveys, and since we have a limited uh, number of them now, to actually drive people to our site. Will the surveys help your show, you think? It'll help. It... What it'll help is it'll help, one, with people uh, linking through Facebook or Twitter to go vote and in turn either discovering the show or voting on content they're involved in. So becoming part of their social networks yes. by voting on these things. So Pretty cool. Your, your job now is to come up with a lot of surveys. And we have in the past, but in the past, all we've been doing is Twitter and Facebook. But why not incorporate those same options through our website using Twitter and Facebook to drive people to our site? I think it's a great idea. I've, I've often thought about doing that with white noise, but we usually get a lot of emails and requests and we just kind of do it that way. Yeah. But it might make sense to put some kind of online survey Different form. animal. Yeah, where you can or vote for it. You could even do like uh, a sound of the month and you can do your top six sounds that you're thinking of putting on there. People can vote and they could share what they voted on right through Facebook or Twitter and maybe more people will check out that. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, so SurveyMonkey, absolutely free. Decide what type of plan works for you on uh, their website, but you can really embed and incorporate and tailor with art, graphics, so it doesn't look like, and, and they actually give you an option for some of the pay programs to remove the SurveyMonkey logo so it looks like you built it yourself. Cool. So pretty cool, that is uh, our app of the week. Um, now, anything to plug? Um, again, uh, with card counter free, it is totally free. And if you could just download it, try it out and post a five-star review, I'd greatly appreciate it. Katie Cole, what bifocal company are you working with these days? <laughs> I'm just teasing. You just got new glasses. She's got a new pair of glasses. Yes. She can finally see the computer screen. I've been begging her for almost a year. To get oh, why are you mad? To get her eyes upgraded. You guys are mean. Oh, we're not mean. Thank you. Shannon. No, no, she looks nice, right? She wants like to it. see. She's That's just it. hip, a uh, hipster. Join right. not, nothing. She's at a tech startup. She yeah. can wear purple glasses Do if she wants to. <laughs> they look good. I didn't say anything. Anybody loves Jerks. color. You know what my plug is? Just go on Facebook and say how much Todd and Oscar suck. Okay, Wait, that works. why that me? Works. What did dude, I do? Dude, you were I so, defended you. You were just so mean to her. I respect that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Miss Shannon Kaylee, what do you have to plug? next. Yoga in one.com. Yoga in one.com. Well, well done. All right. I got at Oscar Radio on Twitter and uh, follow. And of course, uh, Tech for One Show on iTunes. Give us a nice review and something kind and share with your friends. And that's it for our show. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Ciao, ciao. This is the sound. This is Tech 411. The preceding program was brought to you by More Broadcasting. For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com.